Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Maluño, and here we go. Hello, friends. This is Rosanna Maluño, and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. This is episode 210210. It is Wednesday, Wild Wednesday, and we're going to stick to the W's because I like things to match. Matchy, matchy. Except my clothes. You should see what I'm wearing. Not pretty. Anyway, uh, today I want to talk about WPW or Wolf Parkinson White Syndrome. People that have it don't know they have it. One out of every 1,000 people are born with it. So I wrote an article back in 2013 on Hub Pages. If you want to read some of my articles there, you can. And I thought this would be appropriate to bring up now because my daughter, who is now an adult with children of her own, had this. And this is how we discovered or I discovered that she had it. Uh, The title of the article is Do You or Your Child Have Wolf Parkinson White Syndrome? And I'm going to read you the article because it's my article. So does your heart race for no apparent reason? Sometimes it does. Now that could be stress, lack of sleep. That could be a lot of things. You got to get that checked before I even continue. I am not a doctor. Please check with your doctor. These are the symptoms for an infant with WPW. Uh, Rapid visible pulsations of the chest, shortness of breath, lethargy, and loss of appetite. Symptoms for a teenager or young adult. A sudden rapid heartbeat that often begins during exercise, lasting anywhere from a few seconds to several hours. Fainting and rapid or irregular heartbeats, which is also known as arrhythmia. Dark circles under the eyes. Monthly vomiting sessions without provocation that included pain stemming from the belly button were symptoms that my daughter had at age seven. And nobody knew what it was. I took her to so many doctors, uh, specialists. Nobody knew what was wrong with her. Some of them, uh, one doctor was ready to perform surgery on her belly button saying that it was an umbilical hernia. Uh, no, because her she had an Audi. Uh, her EKGs always came out normal. So from a medical standpoint, she was a healthy child. There was Nobody would have guessed it, it had anything to do with her heart. When testing for WPW, the heart has to be in arrhythmia or it won't be detected in the EKG. That's important to note. So if you think you have it or your daughter might have it or your son might have it and you want to go to the doctor and have an EKG and it comes out normal, don't be so sure that you don't have it. In order for you to get that to that state, the vagus nerve must be stimulated by doctors to slow the heart rate. This could be done in a number of ways, depending on the age of the patient. So I'll explain how they did it to her later, okay? One summer, we, I had just, I was just coming back from work. I received a call from the teacher at the summer camp, and that was about five minutes away from me. My daughter couldn't breathe. They said nobody knew what, what was going on. They asked if they should call an ambulance. I told them I'd be faster because I was right there. Thankfully, my 11-year-old son was home, so I brought him with me. When we got there, she was laying on the ground. Her face was blotchy and red like hives. Teacher was holding a bag of ice on her chest. I don't know why which I instinctively threw off after placing her in the back seat with her brother who comforted her while she was wheezing. I sped off to the children's hospital about 20 minutes away. Within seven minutes, I was there. It was a 20 minute drive. I got there in seven minutes. I ran every single light and stop sign. Don't do this at home. I blew three hubcaps. I remember 
I just, I didn't care. Uh, I was definitely on autopilot. When we pulled into the ER, I left the key in the ignition. I just ran out of the car. I was met by nurses who immediately saw something, took her, and began working on her. At one point, I heard somebody scream out, epinephrine. Uh, My son and I watched from the outside of the door, and I noticed as soon as they injected her with something, the redness in her face just kind of disappeared, like somebody waved a magic wand or something. Like all the red just came. And she had this normal skin color. It was really strange. As she lay there, I held her hand. Uh, Her other hand had a pulse monitor attached to her finger, which was fluctuating between 211 and 220 on the screen. And I knew that that was too high for a pulse rate, but she seemed so still. Uh, A doctor came in, told me she had over 28 fire ant bites under her arms, under her armpits, and more on her back, probably from the camp. Uh, The epinephrine injection and driving too fast was what actually saved her life. I was told if I had waited two minutes more, she would have been dead. That's how close she came. As the doctor asked me outside, he explained they would need to bring in a specialist to take a look at the EKG because it was normal. And that night as she lay there, a cardiologist who just happened to be making his rounds in the children's hospital spoke to the nurses about what's going on over there with that girl. Talked to me about what happened, you know, asked me some questions and said he was going to run some tests, one of which was placing ice over her eyeballs until she couldn't bear it anymore to bring on arrhythmia while an EKG was being done. Call it divine intervention or luck. He was a WPW specialist, immediately recognized a pattern on the EKG, and he explained to me what it was, told me that he could treat it. He told me Wolf Parkinson's white syndrome is a birth defect. It occurs one to three out of every thousand people born, many of whom have no idea they have it until it's too late. It's genetic. Uh, It is and should be caught earlier because in adults it could be fatal. He explained that a person with WPW is born with an extra electrical connection between the atria and the ventricles and the extra electrical pathway that causes rapid or irregular heartbeats and arrhythmias, which usually develop in teens or early 20s. And that's what it is. So, but they can begin as early as first year of life or at the age of 60 or after the age of 60. So the older you get, the more susceptible you are to fainting, shortness of breath, chest pains, uh, which brings on paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia. Uh, If you have atrial fibrillation, you are at risk for danger if you have WPW because that extra electrical pathway can send impulses to the ventricles, which uh, much faster than the normal pathway through the atrioventricular node can. That means, that means the ventricles will contract at an extremely faster rate, making the heart inefficient at pumping blood that can be life-threatening. Such a rapid heart rate can also build into ventricular fibrillation, which is fatal unless treated immediately. In other words, if you feel you're having an episode and your heart feels as though it's beating erratically, hold your breath and bear down like you're having a bowel movement. I know that sounds weird, but it works. This will change the rhythm of the heart back to normal. So this works with pretty much any time you feel like if you're stressed and you're sitting there for no reason, your heart starts racing, just bear down and that changes the rhythm. But please get checked. 
anyway. Don't let it go. You might very well have it. Uh, the solution for this is something called radiofrequency ablation. It's a long surgery that takes at least six hours to perform depending on the patient. And this is done by destroying the extra electrical pathway using radio frequency that's directly placed into the heart. It's performed in a hospital electrophysiology lab. The patient is given a sedative to reduce discomfort. A wire or an electrode catheter is maneuvered through the groin area and positioned carefully into the chambers of the heart using fluoroscopy, which is low energy x-rays. Radio frequency energy, or low voltage high frequency electricity, is targeted toward the area, damaging the pathway and preventing it from conducting impulses. The success rate is 100% for this procedure when done by a heart specialist who is familiar with WPW. But there are instances where the patient has more than one pathway, which means they would have to get more than one treatment. But still, it is a very high success rate for this surgery. The doctor explained that if I did not want to do the surgery, she would have to take digoxin every day until she's an adult, then look for different treatments. But her allergy to ant bites was a concern here because if she were to get bitten again, she would need epinephrine. And epinephrine and digoxin mixed together cause cardiac arrest. What choice did I have? Really, I have no choice. She had to get the surgery. I'm not going to put her on some drug every day of her life and then be afraid that she's going to get bitten by an ant. It's going to kill her, you know, because she can't take epinephrine. We went to the hospital. It was just me and her. Nobody else could come with me. I remember that day very vividly. And I'm going to interject here what happened with the angels because this is not part of this uh, article because I wanted to keep this as scientific as possible. I didn't want to mix religion with this, but I'm going to tell you what happened. The night before, Raquel, my daughter, was very scared. And she was like, um, mommy, I'm scared, I'm gonna die. I says, you're not gonna die, honey. And of course that freaked me out, you know. And she's like, I had a dream. I said, what, about seven angels. There were angels around me, so I'm gonna die. And I said, well, that doesn't mean you're gonna die if you saw seven angels. Maybe you saw seven angels that are gonna help you. And she said, well, Okay, maybe. I said, well, why don't we wait and see what happens and everything will be okay. Of course, I was inside. I was dying. You can imagine. I had already been divorced, so it was just me. And, you know, my parents couldn't come. I think they were both working at the time. And then my my son, he was in school. So when they wheeled her out, the, the nurses were trying to make her feel better. So they made this balloon, I remember, and they they painted a little happy face on it. It was funny. And they took her in. I gave her a kiss. And the doctor said, listen, I'm going to call you every hour on the hour. Okay. And I'm going to let you know what's going on. It shouldn't be more than six hours. So he would call me from the operating room to let me know what was happening. And still, I was on autopilot. You know, I started praying on the sixth hour when it should have been over. The doctor called me with some bad news. And he said, we found multiple pathways on the left side of her heart. So it wasn't just the one pathway, you know, which I explained before, which contained a lot of muscle tissue. He couldn't find his way in because she was awake. The sedative had worn off and she was too young to be given anymore. I hung up the phone and I was just so exhausted. I just, I couldn't even cry. You know, when you, sometimes you get so depressed and so sad or so 
pressured with life that you just can't even find tears anymore because you're so done. I allowed it to hit me all at once. And I looked up to the window and I just started praying for a miracle. I said, God, please, you know. And because I was very close to Virgin Mary, um, myself and my daughter, I don't know if it was an airplane, but a cloud shaped like a heart suddenly appeared and I saw the heart. It, was, it wasn't a full heart, like an outline of a heart. So I don't know if planes do that, but I didn't see any plane. I just remember thinking at that moment, I felt peace and I felt, oh, it's going to be okay. It's weird, but I just knew that. And as soon as it started fading, the phone rang and the doctor called me and he was like, um, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? I found a way in. I didn't want you guys to come back again for a second round. You know, she's awake, but since she's not complaining, I went ahead and finished it. I've never seen this before in such a young patient, he told me, for her to be just awake like that and just letting us operate on her heart with her eyes open. So another two hours later, she was wheeled in, sitting up. She wasn't even laying down. She was sitting up. And I remember the nurses looking at me like with their eyes wide open, like shaking their heads, like, what is that? How is she doing this? They were all so surprised. They couldn't believe that this happened. It's like, we've never seen this before. It's very strange. Not a tear, smiling, completely cured. And as we looked around and saw seven nurses, male and female, and each of them had a little gold guardian angel on and I said Raquel look you've got seven angels around you and all of the nurses were all they got all teary you know it was so nice now when I wrote this she was 24 now this funny my daughter is now 24 my daughter is actually now 34 so it's unbelievable Uh, she's never had another problem Uh, she's she has gotten bit by ants before doesn't need the epinephrine. I don't know if it was some kind of immunity that she built up, but she's very healthy. She doesn't really remember the surgery, but I do. And modern medicine is really updating constantly. So please check to see if there's been any advancements in this WPW, uh, because I'm only reading this from 2013, which was already way ahead of the game. But Making yourself aware is very, very important. That's why I thought I would put this out there because it's it's necessary for you to know uh, sudden rapid heartbeats begin usually during exercise, uh, lasting anywhere from a few seconds to several hours and fainting and rapid or regular heartbeats if if you're a teenager or adult. So if you have a teenager or adult child who or a young adult who is uh, an athlete, who's a runner, or he likes to lift weights, or he likes to play soccer, or or baseball, whatever, pay attention to those fainting spells, rapid, irregular heartbeats, uh, lasting a few seconds to several hours, you know, as soon as they start exercising, pay attention, and dark circles under the eyes, I mean, that's what she had, so, and vomiting, which they said was part of it, so, you know, and I remember she had told me one time, Mommy, why is my heart beating? And I said, well, your heart is supposed to beat, you know. And she's like, oh, okay. I said, if it didn't beat, you'd be dead. And she's like, oh, well, then I'm glad it's beating. But she, I guess she was trying to explain to me that it was going faster than normal. And I didn't really, I didn't get that because she's just sitting there. Um, anytime your child tries to tell you something about how they feel, please pay attention. You don't know. And sometimes they don't know how to express themselves either. And you will see even the picture of the EKG 
uh, not her EKG, but you'll see the pictures of a classic WPW EKG photo if if any of you are interested in seeing what that looks like. And also a picture of the heart, a normal heart, and one with WPW, so you can see that too. I hope you stay listening, tell your friends, and share. I will talk to you soon. And how do we end this? In with the outro. Thanks for stopping in. Don't forget to like, share, and comment, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, and what do we say? <laughs> <laughs>